Perak Yud Mishnahay. Prusbel Hamuktam. One who makes a prusbel which is predated, kosher, the prusbel is going to be kosher. So, what's the case? So, the case is as follows. He writes a prusbel on the first of Nisan, but the date in the prusbel is a month earlier. It's the first of Adar. So, the reason why it's kosher is because the way a prusbel works is a prusbel will cover any date which is before the date that the prusbel was written. So what happens is, if, if this lender is writing an earlier date, and the prusbal only covers dates that are before the date on the prusbal, who is going to lose out? The lender is going to lose out, not the borrower. So for example, Hilka, if the lender was him, he went ahead and predated the date of the prusbal to the first of Adar, but really he's writing it when? The first of Nisan. So now the lender will lose out any loans that were written be- between the first of Ad and the first of Nisan. The prusbal will not cover, and Shemitah will cancel it out. So since the only one that will lose in this scenario is the lender, we say the prusbal is kosher, it's fine. But Vahama Uchar, but if one writes a prusbal and he post-dates it, for example, he writes it on the first of Nisan, but he puts the date as the first of Iyar a month later. So he's trying to include... Any kind of loan that would be written up between Nisan and Ear into this prisbal, but really, the prisbal wasn't written on the first of Ear. So now, Pasal, the prisbal is Pasal. She would hook of prisbal there, Yachal Malva, Lavo, Veligbos, Gamas, Alvos, of Shinasu, Bin Echad, Bin Isnach, Beir. By doing so, by writing the first of Ear, when we know that today is just the first of Nisan, the lender will include all the loans that take place between the first of Nisan and the first of Ear. And therefore, that's Shalokadin, it's against the law. Nimsa Goyvesh like Kadin is collecting against the law. She in a prisbal mile because the prisbal only covers what? Loans that are before the date of the prisbal. And when are you actually giving over this prisbal to Bazin? On the first of Nisan, not on the first of Iyar. Because of this, the Chacham gave a Knas and they made the prisbal apostle, uh, they, they invalidated the prisbal. Says the Mishnah further, Shtar Chov, with regards to a regular loan, nothing to do with prisbal, we call it a Shtar Chov, Hamukdamim that are, that are predated. Allah is going to be the exact opposite. You write up a loan document and you predate it, Psulim is going to be invalid. Shkin halacha halacha is like this. From the day a star is written, the assets of the borrower, there's going to be a lien on them to the lender. After the date of the star, the loan was written up, the lova, the borrower, sells his fields to some buyers. And then comes a date that he's got to pay up for his star, he's got no more money. The lender can go to the buyers and collect his debt from those fields. It's called Nechassim Mushibadim, he's got to lean on them. Shemaitism, he takes them out from the buyers and he says, it's called, it's called Torif Lekuchos, he takes them from the buyers. The buyers should have known better when they're buying that, their fields to ensure that their seller did not owe any money to anybody else. And because they didn't do their due diligence, they lose out. Umikan and from here, Imashtahumuktum the star is predated. So now Kagon, for example, on the first of Nisan they wrote the star. But they wrote the date in the star for Tevis, which is before Nisan. How Yachal Malva, the lender, can go now with this date and take away fields that buyers had bought from this borrower, shall like Kadin against the law. 
Says if the borrower sold his his nechasim, his fields between Tevis and, and Nisan, the lender will come and say, "Hey, look, I got a document. You know, uh, your bar, the borrower, which is your seller, couldn't pay up. I'm taking those fields." But really, the lender is acting uh, against the law because this document was never really written up when the buyers that bought this field off the seller slash borrower, they didn't know any better because he, he wasn't a borrower yet. So if a lender does this, it's Shalok Adin and the document is invalid. He cannot go to the buyers and collect and take the fields they, brought, they bought off of this borrower slash seller because they didn't know any better. There was really no loan then. This lender is acting, he's, he's acting cruel. He's, he's being dishonest. Even if the borrower sold assets after the real date of the star, the lender cannot collect from those either because we invalidate the entire star. But the flip side, if the star was written with post date, for example, they stood on, on Teves and they wrote in the star, it's being written for Nisan. So now, of course, the star is kosher. Because who's losing out? The lender's losing out. The lender cannot collect now from people that buy fields off of this borrower. Only from the time written in the star. If the, if the borrower sells his assets between Tevis and Nisan, he cannot collect his chov because he postdated it. So in this case, the only one that's losing out is the lender himself. If the lender loses out, we'll let the star stay kosher. The Mishnah concludes, If one person borrows from five lenders, five malvim, so then, going back to the principle of prisbol, the sofer will write a prisbol, each lender has to have their own prisbol. Even though it's one borrower, each of the five lenders have to have their own prisbol. If you have five borrowing from one, you have five borrowers borrowing from one lender, and because of Allah prisbol, so there's only one lender. Since there's one lender, it's enough to have one prisbol for all the loans that he has outstanding. So when it comes to lo- uh, writing of a prisbol, we go by the number of lenders, not by the number of borrowers. If you have one borrower to five lenders, so then you write a prisbol for each lender. If you have five borrowers to one lender, you write one prisbol for that one lender. Mishnah Vav, Ein Kozfin Prisbol Ela Ala Karka. You only write up a prisbol when the borrower has Karka, he has, uh, he has land. Because then we look at the chov as if it's collected in the hands of Bezin. We don't consider it from the Pasuk of Lo Yigos that you know, one's oppressing his friend to collect the loan. We don't consider that. Because if the friend has land, we look at the land as if it's collected in the hands of Bezin. And some explain because the people won't lend out money unless the borrower has land. Something which is not common, the Cham will not make a Takana. Something which is common, they will make a Takana. So since it's more common, people will lend, they lend it to a borrower who has land that can show as collateral. Therefore, that's what the principle will be applicable to. So when do you write a principle? If the borrower has, if the borrower has land when the loan is, is being made. In main law, if the borrower has no land, the lender could actually give the lender can give the borrower a tiny piece of his field, and that's enough for him to have considered to be owning land, and the principal will take effect and will not allow Shemitah to cancel the loan.
put a puzzle on it. I feel I hope God to leave me if the, the debt is for a million dollars and the plot of land that the lender is given to the borrower um, is, you know, is, is a foot by a foot. It's fine. Sha'af Bakaka calls even from a tiny bit of karka. Roy Ligbos Kalchov, you can collect the entire chov. You can like collect and recollect, you know, based on that one plot of land. So that would work. It's a good trick. If the borrower has a plot of land, it's Mishkan Be'ir, meaning either he has it um, out, you know, as, as collateral uh, to somebody else, or somebody else gave it to him as a collateral. Either or, if he has collateralized land, we can consider that his to write a prisbal on it. Um, and that which the Mishra says in the city, it doesn't mean just the city, it's Vuadin and so even if it was in another city, it doesn't really matter where the land is. You can write a prisbal You can write a prisbal for a man on the nechasim of his on the assets of his wife. Like assets that the husband could eat the fruit off of those assets of his wife's assets. That's considered. Um, you can write a prisbal for him. So the if the apotropis, the apotropis is the one that's appointed over the assets of the orphans. So he borrowed for the need of the orphans. And the, and the orphans have no land. So in the similar case before, the husband had no land, the wife had land. So we could consider it like the husband's. Here, that Petrupus borrowed money for the Yisemim. The Yisemim have no land. You can write a principle on the cost of Shalab Petrupus over the assets that the Petrupus has. Because since he took out the loan, uh, even though he didn't take out the loan for himself, Nevertheless, we could use his land to be considered part of the loan for the Yusayimim and write a prusbal for it. And the kind of prusbal is for the better, is for the tovas, for the good of the aniyim, for the poor people. So therefore, the Chachamim were lenient in any uh, manner that they could to enforce the prusbal will take effect. Even though the prusbal is making that the loan does not get canceled, right? But that encourages the lenders to lend out. So therefore, in the case of a man had nothing but the wife had stuff, or the Yisimim have nothing but the but Apotropos, who, 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 who requested the loan, he has stuff, we can leverage that for the actual borrowers and let the prisbol uh, be effective.